0: Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman joining you here on a... The days are running together. It's, day, it's only like day four or five of this. But in, in a couple of weeks, like calendars are going to be useless. Joining you on a day. Joining you today. <laughs> it's Thursday. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning in at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts. We know that you are... We know this is some troubling times, so if you're taking a few minutes out of your day to talk MSU sports or whatever with us, we certainly appreciate that, especially our servicemen and women out there and, of course, all the medical help doctors lawyers doc- lawyers not lawyers not not them probably well maybe eventually but not right now doctors and nurses though yeah and all of you guys pharmacists out there working the the front lines retail folks everybody you know what if let's you're... just thank everybody yeah. for the, for the time being everybody's getting equal thanks do you think this changes anything
1: when all said and done when what, all said about and done, america when, when, when about we get the to the, when we get to the end of this about deal, society are we all a little bit more considerate, less divided than we were going in? And does it last? How?
0: When you think about nine eleven, where we go again, talking about politics and stuff. Well. But you know, the feelings of togetherness—they lasted a while, right? I you think know, so. Probably, you know, maybe six months. I think this is going to be a little different because it's just going to be more widespread. Like in in nine eleven, and I don't want to minimize minimize anything. Minima, minim minimalize. I don't know. I don't know if that's a word. Uh, but you know, people died in New York. Yeah, people died in Washington. But that was pre- and people died on the the, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania, thing. right? People are going to die everywhere in this. Mm-hmm. They, Already have. Yeah, people are. You know, people in this state will die. So it's going to be. A, it's going to hit a little closer to the home for a lot of people. I think. So, not that there weren't people, you know, on those planes from all over the world, but you see what I'm getting at. So, I think I think you might the 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 main thing to remember is this, if it goes on, if it's prolonged for like 6 months or so, that, you know, society is just going to have to make like huge sweeping changes to stay at its at the where it is right now. So, yeah, I, I think there's I think life might be a little different when this is yeah. all over with. We might be a little kinder and uh and gentler when this I uh, hope. I sure hope. Hope so. All right. Count it let's, all let's, joy
1: when you encounter trials of various kinds, says Scripture. So Very good. Let's let's see what the good Lord's teaching us and yeah. roll on to the next day. Let's do that. Let him teach us something else. All right. We're, We're going to teach you all today, though.
0: I don't know about that, but we'll see how it goes. All right, guys. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors, Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churnin' and Spoon Ice Cream. Don't forget, they've got a walk-up window at their University Drive location. They have the drive through over there on Highway 12. So, you know, if you want to keep the social distance, it's easy to do and still get the, the drinks that you're wanting to get. Uh, they can take care of you there. Of course, you know, they have uh, pastries. You know, you can get your full breakfast over there at, at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and, and and be eating good, don't have to get out of the car, none of that kind of stuff. So keep them going. You know, Support your local businesses. They need it more than ever uh, during this time. Another great local business down there in Jackson is College Corner, and you can shop online with them at collegecornerstore.com and pick out the new MSU merchandise you're going to want to wear to that first football game in September. Um. New game day polos, and of course, you know, just because there's no sporting events right now doesn't mean you don't want to look like a bulldog walk around town and show off your maroon and white. You can pick out some great stuff at College Corner. Joel, we, we, we sort of teased this on Sunday, and now here we are. I wanted to do, I, I, I was telling Joel, I was like, I wish we had some, some, uh, some technological advancements here. Perhaps the, our, the Thunder and Lightning TV studio. Maybe that'll come down the road, but for today, this is the best we're going to be able to do. It is time for us to reveal the first ever Thunder and Lightning 2020 Greatest Bulldog Bracket. What we have here are 60, 68 Bulldogs seated 1 through 16 in four separate regions. And when this is all set, now here's the thing this is kind of a waste of time. <laughs> Because I got a feeling that that first guy I'm going to mention tonight, it's going to be awful hard to pull an upset in this this thing. I, I mean, could a couple of people get close? You know, sixty forty, maybe. But if the number one guy isn't the number one guy when we're all said and done, I'll be really really surprised. I'll be floored. But that said, we got some great matchups and some great opportunities to have some good debate. And we're not going to do this all you know all at once either. We're going to spread obviously you know Joel and I need to spread this content out as much as we can. So. We're going to do a couple every day. Today, we're going to do the first four. We'll reveal those a little later. What the first four are, are four Bulldogs who only played in Starkville for one season. So they have to get the play-in game to get into the big bracket. Some big names there, though. We'll talk about them in just a few minutes. But we will start here. We got, so I've got 64. And, of course, you guys aren't going to agree with everything I've done. That's fine. Let's just keep it nice. I swear. I swear, Joel. I was thinking about this. I can already say I put the bracket out there. You're just an idiot. I'm just going to stop. Can I be honest with you? Yeah, I welcome
1: criticism about who is the greatest bulldog. Criticism is fine outside of
0: but talking fe- about. I don't all this want my other feelings crap. to get hurt. I'm, I'm very sensitive. Mm, you are sensitive guy. Sometimes very sensitive. Very 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 sensitive guy. All right. Can you guess who the number one seed in the Lee Hall region is? You asking me? Yes. That's, that's, gonna that's go, the first regional we're going to do. So the number one overall I, seed. I'm
1: going to go with, um, what's his name? P- p- Prescott? Prescott. Pres-
0: Pres- it rhymes with yeah. Zach Dakota Pres- Prescott. Yeah, that's correct. Dak Prescott is your number one. Let's, just, let's reveal the the, the the one seeds before we do anything else. Yeah. And the regions. Uh, the Dak Prescott is the one seed in the Lee Hall Regional Region. In the Drillfield region, Raphael Palmero, the one seed. In the Chapel of Memories region, Bailey Howell is the one seed. And in the Allen Hall region, Jake Mangum is the one seed. Your four one seeds are Prescott, Palmero, Howell, Mangum. Any debates? For me? Yeah.
1: Mm-mm. I'm just trying to think. I mean... Whenever I hear Palmero's name, Clark's name is just mm-hmm. so equally represented with him that yeah. I, I almost think that you could have went either direction. I could there.
0: have. And when I talked, I talked to our friend Ryan Sparks, who runs the MSU history yeah. Twitter account. And he made a good point. You know, triple crown. Who mm-hmm. had the better college career? Yeah, I think it's Palmero. I'm, so, I'm.
1: I can't. So Palmero is the disagree. one seed.
0: Bailey Howell, That was an easy choice. Mangum over Clark might spark some debate, but I really do feel like. Jake Mangum has been the face of MSU baseball for four years. Uh, he's the all-time leading hitter in SEC history.
1: Four super regionals, two four College, super regionals, World, college Series,
0: World Series an SEC championship. What's well, not the SEC lie. hits king? If you yeah. didn't say that, you may I have. Did. But yeah, so yeah. those are your four one seats. Let's look at the Lee Hall region and who Dak Prescott is matching up with. A name that a lot of Bulldog fans might not be familiar with. His name is Gary Frank. Who is that you're asking? I know a lot of you are like never heard of the guy. Uh, football player, but more importantly, a track athlete here at Mississippi State. An NCAA champion in the shot put, and then became a world champion power lifter. Joel, what do you bench? What do I bench? Yeah. If I said we're going to do a max, I mean, I think I could do one rep at 225. 225. So this guy's got you beat. World record of 926 pounds on the bench press. Jeez. Imagine bench pressing six pack speak. That's, that's, what he would, that's what you're talking about. No, that, that, That's six of me. Yeah. It's, it's almost three of me. Man. That's a lot of weight. So you know what I say? You're in. <laughs> I'm not going to tell that guy he's out. I'll promise you that. You're only going to get the one day in the sun, sir. But you're in. All right. Uh, they will be matched up. I should have I gone a step further with the Regions and been like, Done the sub regional like the Lee Hall. This is the Carpenter Hall <laughs> sub region <laughs> the McCain hall. I could have done that. Oh well. Uh Jamont Gordon is the eight seed. Chad Bumpus is the nine seed. You like that matchup? It's pretty good. Yeah? It's pretty good. You know what's funny about that? I think if he had I think if Jamont Gordon had been a football player, he might have been just the same kind of seed. Could have been a devastating tight end or something like
1: that. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm just trying to I'm trying to think of who I like in that matchup. Well, it's going to be tight. The 8 9 should be tight. Yeah. They should all be good. Uh, the 5 uh, 12, of course, that's the home of upsets. Will there be one here in the Lee Hall region? Eric Dampier is the 5, and Nick Fitzgerald is Ooh, the 12.
1: Fitz versus Dampier. Yeah. Fitz. Does there a Fitz, recency bias there? There probably is because a lot of people that'll be voting for this never saw Dampier play. Possibly.
0: Um,. Long NBA career, though certainly a well-known name. Final Four, Final Four, got a lot, got a you know, got a great resume. SEC's leading rusher. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot, um, there's a lot to like.
1: I I lean Dampier. but okay. that I did see Dampier play, and yeah. I did see the Final
0: Four yeah, run, that, Yeah.
1: So I, that impacts my. I'm not giving any here. my my
0: leanings. Oh, okay. I'm well, like, I, I you, give, can, you can. You No, no, you can. Oh, I can. I, okay. I'm not giving them though. Okay. Uh, the four thirteen matchup. This is an upset potential because the, of the sentimental favorite in the 13. But Fred Smoot is the four, Smoot. and Elijah McNamee is the 13. I could see that going to The Mac. king of smack versus the king of hack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if that's not a WrestleMania billboard. That could happen. I like that. I'm a, I'll go and tell you guys right now, if Smoot doesn't advance, I'm not going to be the one that has to tell him. Well, Joel T., make that phone call. I think
1: that Smoot deserves to advance. Mm-hmm. I think Mac will advance. Yes,
0: there's, some, there's some recency there. All right. The 11th seed in this region is one of the play-in game winners. We'll discuss them, like I said, in just a bit. The sixth seed they will match up with is Ethan Small. So we have to find out who Ethan Small's matchup with, and we'll find that out. We're going to set the voting on that when we tell you the matchups. Uh, for this morning, and then it will run through the weekend. Give you plenty of opportunities to vote. Uh, Ethan
1: small man that that
0: year that he had last yeah. year. He had a good career though. Yeah, he, he had a solid year the year before. His sophomore that. year was good, but his and junior his, year he was, was dominant,
1: outstanding. Possibly maybe one of the, the greatest at
0: possibly at one of same. the greatest. Yeah, in any sport. Mm-hmm. No, no question. Tierra McCowan is the three seed in this region. She will t- battle against another uh, basketball bulldog from the past way past, Jim Ashmore, who the I believe is the third leading scorer in school history, a dominant player on some of the Babe McCarthy's SEC championship teams.
1: Who doesn't have a prayer in this matchup?
0: No chance. The 7-10 is very interesting to me. One of the more popular Bulldogs of all time, John Bond, is the 7 against, uh, gosh, I guess with Fitzgerald. There's a few guys here that are just one year removed from being on campus, but Quindary Weatherspoon is the 10 seed here. The quiet... uh player. Talk about a personality difference between John Bond and Quindary Weatherspoon. What's going to hurt Q
1: here is just the lack of popularity of men's basketball yeah. while he was in school. I agree. And even though it's more recent, I think John Bond has a legendary status yes. about him, yes. and so I, th- I think he wins
0: that. I, I, it's, I, I think that will be the case, but we'll see. The two seed in this region is Will Clark. So we've got a potential Dak Prescott versus Will Clark showdown in the Elite Eight. And He's, it
1: will kind of surprise me. Based, I, I'd have to – you've got the bracket over yeah. there. I'd have to look at it, but it's going to surprise it's, me it's, if we don't get to that. We'll
0: see. But he will be matched up with Tiffany McWilliams, one of MSU's all-time great Olympic sport athletes. In the drill field region, so this is the one below, so this they would match up in the Final Four. The one seed, as I mentioned, is Rafael Palmero. He is matched up against possibly one – maybe – uh, one of the greatest women golfers uh, in SEC history, Allie McDonald, who's now on the ladies uh, PGA tour and tearing it up there. One of the best Bulldog athletes of the past decade for sure. Yeah. The eight nine, Dee Dee Lewis, Bulldog football legend, one of the only men in NFL history to play in three decades. Yeah, I don't know if you, you are. You, you know what I'm talking about when I talk about the catch, mm-hmm. Dwight Clark. Yeah. If you ever watched the film of that, it's Dee Lewis who's pressuring Joe Montana in that. So that's 1981. Uh, D.D. Lewis left college, I think, in 68. So that's the kind of long career he had in the NFL. He's matched up with a guy who's also another guy with a long career. who has been playing in the majors for over a decade now, Mitch Moreland.
1: I like Mitch, but Didi should win that.
0: Be interesting. All right.
1: I, I, but, again, though, a lot of people voting are going to see D.D. D. D. Lewis and probably, I mean, there's some youngsters that may not even know who D.De
0: Lewis is. The other thing I have, I plan on, like, tweeting and, you know, tweeting some uh, – like, like resume one. type stuff? Well, no, no, like just tagging some of these people on Twitter. So, you know, I, I think Moreland's on Twitter. I know that D.D. Lewis is not. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, let's see here. Down in the, the 5-12 matchup here, maybe the, the greatest women's basketball player in MSU history, I think, although she's not the highest-seeded one, Latoya Thomas, the twelve seed, legendary running back, Desenzo Miller.
1: Football's king, man, I think I, I,
0: Ooh, a twelve five upset know, there it is. I, I just
1: I think Dicenzo we'll see might t- I don't know though, Latoya was great, man.
0: They're talking about a, a, a incredible player. So, yeah. I think
1: my personal opinion is LaToya was great, and mm-hmm. not that Descenso wasn't really good too, but I think I would go LaToya, but football being king, we'll I, I think Dicenzo might have the bigger name and Yeah. We'll
0: see how it so. goes. Uh the four thirteen there is a uh baseball football matchup. Bobby Thigpen is the four. Walt Harris is the thirteen, Ooh. like that.
1: That sounds like it may even be a little closer than a four thirteen. But
0: you know the uh, what's interesting is Thickpin was scheduled to be inducted into the Ring of Honor out at uh, Duty Noble. Of course, that's that's going to have to be delayed. I assume they'll just do a big ceremony next year. Um, but Walt Harris obviously is in the Ring of Honor at Davis Wade Stadium. So two, you know, two Ring of honor Er's yes. Uh, the six eleven matchup here. Hunter Renfro is the six. And JJ Johnson is the 11. That's a good matchup.
1: I like Hunter in that matchup. But,
0: oh, gosh, though, JJ. He just went back to football as king, though. Uh, it is. But it's football king at Mississippi State over baseball. You know, And Hunter Renfro, again, you know. Recency. So, recency, yeah.
1: Um, still playing in the big
0: leagues. Yeah. Hmm. We'll
1: see. It's tough to go against JJ and what he did, too, though.
0: We'll see. Three seed in this region, the drill field region. Anthony Dixon, he will take on the 14 seed Dakota Hudson.
1: I love me some Dakota Hudson, but Booby's rolling there.
0: Yeah, I feel so. Booby is a strong candidate to come out of this, this uh this region. So popular. Yeah. Uh the 7-10 matchup. Charles Rhodes, the beast, is the seven against Kent Hall. I feel Hall's the first one where I feel like maybe I underseeded him, but here's like the 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 true story of Ken Hall, great pro. He was just good in college. Was never an all SEC guy.
1: Yeah, and a lot of folks I mean Charles Rhodes was a fan favorite.
0: Oh, huge. Big fan time. Favorite. Yeah.
1: And again, recency.
0: Yeah, we'll see how that so, goes. And then the two fifteen matchup, the guy that I would say is the second best player in MSU history for basketball is Jeff Malone. Number he's the two seed against Jackie Parker, probably MSU's greatest player of the uh, of before the modern era, I would say. We will now switch to the Chapel of Memories bracket, a region. There's already a lot of really good matchups. There. Oh yeah, well there were gonna be. Yeah. All right, let's look at this one. Bailey Howell is the one seed, the Hall of Famer, the man who's you talk about some stats that'll never be touched. He's got them. So uh, we go ahead.
1: The likely, at least in Joel's opinion, this this would be a national championship or not national a bulldog bracket matchup mm-hmm. winner. Yeah. Would be Dak versus Howell, right? That's if, that, if, if possibly. I don't know that that's the well. Case I don't though. know that it's the case, but I'm saying if Howell wins and gets to the end, he they're not on the same side of the brat. That's deal, that's right? what
0: I that, well that's what that's the way I wanted to see it because I thought Howell was the number two overall seed. Yeah,
1: there we go. That's what I was asking.
0: Yeah, I I, I would seed them. Yeah, I would seed them. Prescott, Howell, Mangum, Palmero. Yeah, that's how I would go.
1: Are you gonna post a? Photo of the entire yes bracket. Yes, yes yeah okay. all that'll be
0: on Twitter. yeah. Just making sure because yeah. I don't have one either. No no well, it'll be available. Yeah, <laughs> so uh, he Bailey Howell is matched up with a uh, former national champion and an Olympian Brandon McBride. Again, not going to win, but deserve, deserve to be to on the, be in, yeah, yeah deserve to be on this bracket for sure. One of the greatest Bulldog athletes of the past decade, no question. The eighth seed is everybody's uh, favorite Super Bowl champion right now, Chris Jones, pride of Houston, Mississippi. Joel's favorite town. He's matched up with... I really do love Houston. I don't. He's matched up with a SEC champion and now a, what, three-time, four-time state champion, Chip basketball coach, Greg Carter. So that's the 8-9 matchup. I three, like that. Three-time. Three-time. He lost one. Three-time. Yeah. Three yeah. Three-time. Three-time. Three time.
1: And back-to-back.
0: Back. Yeah. Uh, the five twelve silky
1: smooth Greg Carter
0: five twelve gives us another. I didn't notice this when I did it, but another women's basketball versus football matchup. Morgan Williams is the five. Jarius Norwood is the twelve.
1: Ooh, the girl that slayed UConn yeah. against J Rock
0: against again one of the most popular players in MSU history.
1: It's going to be tight.
0: Yeah, it's going to be very tight. I think Morgan will win that. We'll, I, th- we'll I
1: think she will, but that's going to be tight. We'll
0: see. The four thirteen matchup. Lawrence Roberts, another guy they called the Beast, versus another Beast. This is, a, this is a Beast matchup here. Lawrence Roberts versus Montez Sweat. Get out of the way.
1: Grandma, I'm trying to... bring the refrigerator into the living room and get set to sweat. <laughs> I think I slightly lean
0: sweat. He's going to make you sweat. We'll see. All right. This is where the 11 seed here is the play in game two winner. They will take on the six seed, Timmy Bowers. Love Timmy Bowers. One of my favorite all time Bulldogs. The 314 matchup here, Jeff Simmons. He's the three seed. Can you make an argument for Jeff Simmons as the greatest football player in Mississippi State history other than Dak Prescott? I believe you can. Absolutely dominant. For, for two seasons.
1: The only thing that you can say to knock him mm-hmm. is he was so good. He was double teamed so much. You didn't see him. In the numbers. Yeah. But if you watch football and you know if football. If you watch football. You know. I mean, Montez Sweat is who he is in large part because of
0: who Jeff Simmons was. I'll say this about Simmons, and I believe this in my heart. Without the off-the-field stuff that happened before he got to state, and without the injury, he would have been the number two pick in the draft last year. The Cardinals would have taken the quarterback. And then the 49ers would have skipped on Nick Bosa to take Jeff Simmons. That's how dominant that guy is. He's a three seed. He's matched up with a current assistant coach on the MSU coaching staff, Derek Zimmerman. So we'll see if, uh, if the Z-Man can rise up and dunk on Jeff Simmons as he did on so many guys. <laughs> the 7-10 matchup here. Eric Moulds is the 7, and Chris Stratton is the 10. <laughs> I think Mold's
1: NFL career is gonna help him. It's gonna
0: help him a lot. I agree with that.
1: Um said Stratton had had <laughs> the year that we were talking about that Ethan Small had, Stratton had it before him. Yeah, just as good. Uh it
0: <laughs> I mean think so. about think about their, their we've had these three guys, right? Think about their junior seasons. Ethan Small, Chris Stratton, Dakota Hudson. What if that's just one rotation? Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you have yeah. the junior versions of all those
0: guys. Yeah. Yeah. You got something working there. Uh, the two fifteen matchup. I will say unequivocally the most popular female athlete in MSU history, uh, Victoria Vivians, is the two seed. Erica Bogard, again, someone who deserves not going to win, but deserves you know an Olympian and a national champion. And if this was like really like you're picking who the best athlete was, she should win. Yeah. So, but she's the two fifteen matchup there.
1: Who's the second? You said Victoria's the most popular. Is Tierra too?
0: Probably. And then Morgan, probably three. Um, Blair Schaefer might be fourth, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, trying to think of this year's team. Nah, I was to... Jackson could get there by the end of the year. But I think Victoria's different because she's from Mississippi. And she was. And she was first. The first Domino she was the first. kind of deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right. Uh, final black bracket here. Our Allen Hall bracket. We already mentioned Jake Mangum is the one seed. He will take on Nuno Borges, MSU Men's Tennis. Jake's winning this in a rout, but Nuno Borges deserved
1: to be on there. If if he didn't play, the only reason Nuno Borges is doesn't have a is because he played tennis. Yeah, but in his sport, in yeah. his individual sport,
0: yes, yes, dude was the man, Do, a dominant player. The eight nine is Fletcher Cox versus Tan White. I like that matchup. Yeah, I do, too. Tan White, number two overall pick in the uh, WNBA draft. Fletcher Cox was the number 12 pick. So a couple of first-rounders there for MSU. The 5-12, maybe one of the most popular Bulldogs of all time. Daryl Wilson is the 5. Super D. Matched up with Vic Ballard at the 12. Vic Ballard might be my – after Dak. you were a big Vic Ballard fan. Might be my favorite player of the Mullen era after after Dak. I loved Vic Ballard. Brent Rooker is the 4-seed. In this matchup against Don Smith, the 13th seed, the only player from the 80s to make it, by the way, only football player other than John Bonica. So there's two, the two quarterbacks. And that's it. Not a great time in the 80s. Just let's let you, I grew up this yeah. in those days. I, I think
1: Mr. Uh, you know Rooker. For all the talk about his triple crown year, mm-hmm. he's another one that kind of like Ethan Small. He had a great final year, but yeah. the year before it wasn't bad either.
0: Oh, as a junior, he was great. Yeah, I mean, I always laugh at that batting order. It was so sick. He batted seventh. Yeah, he was behind Mangum and Robson and, Co- and uh, Humphreys and Collins and Lowe and Kruger. I mean, that team not winning a, a national championship is one of the biggest travesties ever. Well, not even getting to Omaha. Yeah, they didn't even get to Omaha. So. Uh, speaking of getting Bobby Omaha. Bobby Dahlbeck. I know, man. Never forget that guy.
1: I saw him playing in a spring training game the other day. <laughs> Just beat right, him. Yeah. I guess I won't see him in any more, at least this year.
0: Well, speaking of getting to Omaha, though, this guy knows the way. And it's Jonathan Holder is the sixth seed here.
1: All
0: right, calm down over there. Uh,
1: greatest entrance in MSU history.
0: Yes, I would agree with that. Uh, he's matched up with a record holder, SWAT. Jarvis Bernardo is the eleven seed here. I like that matchup. That, that should be a fun one. Mm-hmm. Jeff Brantley is the three seed, the Cowboy matched up against, before Dak, the only MSU player to ever receive a Heisman vote, Shorty McWilliams, member of the MSU Ring of Honor at Davis-Wade. Uh, Mario Hagan is the seventh seed here in the Allen Hall Regional. He is matched up with great Bulldog pitcher Eric Dubose. And a football-football matchup to finish it up, Johnny Cooks, the number two overall seed. He will take on Pork Chop Womack as the fifteen seed in that regional.
1: Maybe the greatest name in MSU history.
0: A lot of great no no it's not. It's not. It's not even close. Pick Brother? No, you gotta we need Ryan Sparks again and start talking about, you know, Shucking Smith and uh oh, okay. bottle McGeorge and and some of those guys. So <laughs> Rowdy Jordan's pretty good. Yeah. That's his name though. That is his That's his actual name. That's not a nickname. So it doesn't count. You know, if his name was, you know, Roddy and he was Rowdy Roddy, then I would I would go that number one for sure. All right, so that's our regional. That's our bracket, 64 teams. Let's talk about the uh, playing games. Let's move on over into that, and we will talk about that as we talk about our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef who want to remind you that if you're into social distancing, they can take care of you with delivery, or you can just come by, call them when you get there. They'll bring the order right out to your car. You don't ever need to get out, and you can be enjoying some USDA Prime Beef tonight at your house, burgers and steaks, the best you've ever had. Put them on the grill, fry them in a pan, do what you got to do. Enjoy those products. And like we've said before, if you're just looking to you know make your dinner a little bit easier, they've got all the sides taken care of, all that stuff. Some of the famous Doe's Hot Tamales, which are fantastic. I highly, highly recommend those. Great service. Great people. Call them at 662-418-2021. Go buy their shop at 329 University Drive. Or go online at facebook.com slash welcome home beef. You, you got some breaking news over there?
1: Well, it's just related to what you were saying prior to welcome home beef. Yeah. Um, his name's not Rowdy. I what didn't is, think it was. I wanted to double check. I thought check. his name
0: was Rowdy. It is William Kevin Jordan. Then Rowdy is a good nickname. But he has the E in there, and it's, it's not his name. Yeah. I just don't like that. Born William Kevin Jordan. I thought his the, name was Rowdy. I, okay, I know what it is. I know, I th- I know I the story. I thought I was right, but I wouldn't know his dad, enough to say his it. His dad wanted to call him Rowdy. And his mom said no, but so they made it his nickname.
1: Well, that's what it, I'm,
0: I'm almost positive that's what it is. All right. So the play-in games. Where should we play the play-in games? Like, you know, the play-in games in the NCAA tournament are in, the, are in Dayton. Not the most exotic locale. You know, the Boston Extension Center.
1: McCarthy Gym, which
0: is actually The 10 Gym. Yeah. I mean. I like that. All right. So, again, remember the rules of this. We got four Bulldogs here. Great players. But they only had the one year. At Mississippi State, so playing game one, the winner of this game will take on, uh, dang it, Ethan Small in the Lee Hall Regional. Dante Jones versus Buck Showalter. (laughs) Dante Jones, just for her just just missing class. Dante, I wouldn't missing it at all. (laughs) First and foremost, (laughs) if this was the Brian Haydad bracket of Bulldogs, Dante Jones will be over Dak Prescott. The number one overall. He's seed. Your favorite
1: bulldog of all time,
0: Dante. I love Dante I Jones. Thought, no, that was Bob. That was such a big Smoot. Together. Yeah. Oh, well, remember the, we did a bracket back in like the first year or so of Bulldog Sports Radio, and I was able to get Dante Jones to beat Fred Smoot in the regional, and he's never he's never forgiven me for that. <laughs> never. Uh, but Dante Jones, like it's Buck Showalter. I mean, never mind his incredible managerial career. I mean, the guy hit the, the, the was it still the all time leading uh, batting average? Correct. I believe that's State, great. Uh, yeah. State yes, single season. I think yeah. that's right. So that's a heck of a matchup. And then the number two play in game, also played in the 10 gym. The winner of this will take on Timmy Bowers in the Chapel of Memories region. Nate Lowe versus Anriel Howard. Hmm. If Anriel Howard, if I tweeted her and she was already had her WWE stuff in order and she was, she would win in a landslide because she would just one retweet would get her the win. Yeah. As it is, we'll have to see. Nate Lowe, underrated here. All of these people, if I had not come up with this, this little idea, I could have probably found a place for them. But as it is, we're going we're gonna to just do it this way. So those will be your options on today's polls. And like I said, we'll open them up today. They will run until, until uh, Sunday afternoon. We'll say noon or something on Sunday. And that way the, the, the results will be in for Joel and I when we record. And you can vote at whoever you want. Again, play-in game one is Dante Jones versus Buck Showalter. Play-in game two, Nate Lowe versus Anriel Howard. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Is there is there anybody, after putting this together, mm-hmm. that you're kind of like, they may
0: have should have been in? Well, I mean, that's the problem. is like If there are, I didn't think of them off the top of my head. Uh, I'm just trying to think.
1: The guys that stand out to me are, are guys that, like, in the NFL that have had productive NFL careers. Mm-hmm. Um, Chaney,
0: is he on there? Jamar Chaney? Yeah. No. No. Over who? I mean, I don't have Bernardrick McKinney in yeah, here.
1: Bernardrick McKinney, yeah.
0: I would have had Bernardrick over Jamar Chaney for sure. Um, I mean, I have three MSU linebackers on here if I did this right. And that's uh, D.D. Lewis, Johnny Cooks, and uh, Mario Hagen. That's
1: the thing about doing something like this though. There's going to be somebody be like, you didn't
0: put so and so. That's my biggest fear yeah. that, I, that I that I left off somebody who really needed. You know, you didn't put Dak on there, or something like that. You know, I feel like I did okay. You know, I ran this br- 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 this bracket through you. I ran it through Ryan Sparks. I'm a. Pr- I feel like a, I know my MSU history. If I left somebody off, then it's just an oversight at that point. I, I don't. Yeah. I, I don't know what else I can do. So. All right, so voting will start today, run through the weekend for the playing games, and then we'll sort of go from there. We'll do a couple, maybe a couple matchups, you know, maybe three, four matchups a week, and we'll try to let it go throughout. And uh, we'll wrap it up, you know, whenever we can, if we need the content. (laughs) All right, what's tomorrow's show? Well, your guess is as good as ours, (laughs) but we'll figure it out and we'll have a show for you uh, tomorrow. Have a great, great Thursday back with you on Friday morning for Joel T. Coleman. Woo! I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening the to Hall Thunder and Lightning King. on Supertalk. This is it. the King of Kings.
1: And your knees die.